It's Friday. It's that time of the week. You are in the right place. You're with Team Superdad, the wrap-up. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Superdad. Hey, welcome, welcome. It's Friday. It can only mean one thing. Uh, other than comic relief, uh, it is Glenn and Johnny, uh, a dating dad and Team Superdad here for the Team Superdad wrap-up. Glenn, good to see you, buddy. Nice to see you back on a Friday and not a Saturday jobby again. You haven't been out on any more dates this week, then? Ah, oh, that's why we were on a Friday. That's why I did Saturday last week, wasn't it? Well, we, well, we could have done it. We could have squeezed one in early, but I was... That's what she said. <laughs> I was washing my knob. And other... <laughs> getting... Sorry. Bob of butter, carrots, all that getting dinner ready. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so we got an update on that date, didn't we? Yeah, because we, we got together on the Saturday. Did actually go and have a um, uh, a COVID-friendly date on Tuesday with said, said lady. Yeah, it's very good, very good. Oh, anything to reveal or is that just a, oh, a lovely we'll walk in the park? In a second, we'll come on to that in a second. Okay, okay. Uh, what I will say, though, for anyone who's not joined us before, this is the wrap-up. We do this on a Friday night, sometimes Saturday, but it's the end of our week. It's a celebration of all things we've done. Um, and if you're familiar with Team Superdad, then you'll know that we work in the F5, which is Focus Fitness, Finance, Family and Fun. Fun, 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 the F, the big F at the end. Um, if you don't reward yourself, if you don't celebrate the highs and lows, the good and the bad, then it all just gets a bit heavy. And um, as my old man said to me, son, I'm just not sure you're having enough fun. Well, uh, he, <laughs> he should have come to uni with me. <laughs> but in other regards, he, he, he has been a bit right. And for our friends who are back with us, regular listeners, thank you. Uh, it's, um, it's good to have you here. I'll tell you what we would like for regular listeners ask us stuff send us stuff in you know like we we hot in the 90s is is a good one uh, we do some we do have a couple of regular features on the, on the wrap up but if you want to send in your hot in the 90s glenn and i will gladly discuss and debate the merits of that hot in the 90s have a look how she's looking now and see if there's any chance that she would consider glenn or i as a suitable date and don't forget, attraction is about being attractive is about more than look. So if you want to do a hot in the nineties that was about, you know what, this is one sexy brain. Then, and I'm not talking about that that weird thing that used to be in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the middle of kind of that. Uh, well, I can't even remember what that thing was called, but one of the bad guys that wasn't Shredder. Um, if as long as it's not that, because I'm never going to accept that as being a hot in the nineties. But yeah, they they don't just have to be physically attractive. Although you know, I'm never going to say no to looking at a beautiful lady. Carol Vorderman, got it both, had both. Carol Vorderman or Rachel Riley? Or oh, Rachel Riley. What, which one? You know? Yeah, Rachel Riley. Gun, gun to the head is Rachel Riley. Rachel Riley. I mean, I would never have said that they, that you could, by the way, if anyone does got no idea what we're talking about, um, Countdown. What, Countdown. Why would people, how can people not know who these people are? Listeners all over the world, you know, we're, we're huge on the internet, you know. Uh, uh, Countdown, TV show, numbers, words, clever people and an incredibly attractive super brainy um like hostess woman who crunches the numbers and does magic in her head and um and so yeah carol vorderman was was the pinup like for for all those values the geeky hottie uh 
uh, we weren't going to do hot in the nineties, and here we are doing hot in the nineties. This is really <laughs> and then she re- she retired. She she, I don't know. I'd like to know what that story was. Um, but she moved along, and by, by chance they found someone even more attractive and certainly as clever. Yeah, but Rachel Riley cannot dance, and that matters to me. I would take Carol Vorderman any day of the week over Rachel Riley. Rachel Riley, yes, she's stunningly beautiful, very funny, very attractive, all that sort of stuff. But having seen her on Strictly Come Dancing, no, 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 no. Whereas Carol Vorderman, I reckon she can grind. I reckon she could really heat up a dance floor. (laughs) Hey, Google, can Carol Vorderman dance? (laughs) Not got an answer. <laughs> she was in Strictly. Orderman took part in the second series of. Let Christmas. me see. While, while, while you fill, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up Carol Vorderman um, and Strictly. Like if anyone could make their own fantasy wet dream up, you've just you've just made it. Oh, look at that! She was great Terrible she was absolutely superb even though she was the second celebrity eliminated but oh, still what we've learned tonight is you can't have everything you can't <laughs> have beauty brain a great rack nice legs quite witty as well both of them very funny present company excluded johnny i think you've got a great rack <laughs> thank you I d- i've got i've got like quite little nipples but they do go incredibly hard um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, brilliant. My daughter's making. What are you making, Rose? A cookie dough and Nutella pie. A cookie dough and Nutella pie. Brilliant. I dare say it will go where all the other cakes uh, end up. <laughs> and she walked in at the perfect point while you were talking and stroking your talking about and stroking your own nipples. No, no, I know, but you, you, uh, some sometimes mates, you know, like when you're like, you see, they get fine, Rose. Have a bath, yeah. Uh, they've got massive nipples, like portobello mushrooms. Yeah. I yeah, I find it weird. I, I find it weird. I mean, my, mine, mine are just there and they do a job in terms of just breaking up the, the, the chiseled muscle of my, my pectorals. Um, but uh, they're, they're not something I've spent much time looking at, to be fair. <laughs> Some blokes takes like a lunar landing site. <laughs> I have to say it's something. I'm like, dude, that is massive pair of nipples. What's the story there? <laughs> Are they, are they more sensitive or does they, I don't know. Like just, yeah. Anyway, I guess it's nothing like pointing something out and making someone feel really uncomfortable, I suppose. And that's why you're banned from most of the changing rooms in H&M. <laughs> it only happened once and it wasn't. Like- <laughs> you fuck one sheep. <laughs> so uh, we, I was putting a running order. If you've seen the, 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 if you've seen the show notes, then it will look a lot tidier. But in terms of getting the running order ready for tonight, I was just, my brain was like full of, full of stuff. And I was, it's been, a, it's been a bit of a crazy week in the UK with, uh, in fact, it's crazy in America. Not that we've got this, the women versus men thing going on here in the UK after a, a poor situation of a woman getting abducted and murdered. And, um, but in America, it's going off, um, um, uh, sort of a, you know, violence against Asian uh, Americans and basically, you know, anti-Chinese sort of rhetoric, which <laughs> no surprise after Mr. Trump's uh, fine, fine job in that front. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of frustration and pent up energy going, going on in the world. So I tried to bring some light relief as I, as I prepared the, the, the running order for, to, for tonight. 
And no surprise, as Glenn as I uh, tiptoed through it before pressing live, loads of banter to, to talk about. And that is what we do on the Team Superdad wrap up. It's like we're in the pub. It's we're having, having a laugh. So um, if you want to come on, j- j- just drop us a line if, you, if you've got a nice microphone. And <laughs> that's why Colin's not back on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use my phone. Is that all right? It's like... <laughs> I, that him being on was far more <laughs> right than that attempt at an accent, whatever that was. <laughs> Gin and tonic in a wine glass. That's how uncouth we are. That's Is that what you're on? So, so I, I am using one of my, uh, my diamond glasses. It hasn't got a stem. You just kind of put it down and it kind of just sits like that. It's, it's really quite nice. And I filled it today with some Cardu gold reserve single malt whiskey. Just because I've I've had a better end to my day than most of my week, so no. it's been it's been it's been a tough week, I've got to say. Not not just at work. Work work's been work's been good. Doing loads of stuff. Really busy. Kicking off multiple projects. Um, yeah, agreeing com- uh, commission plans for my team. So some good stuff. Just lots and lots and lots. Uh, but had a call on Wednesday from my landlord saying uh, I've just had the the electrician's report through some. I've, electricians came around I had to do a you know standard thing. I thought all they'd do is I don't know stick some forks in some plug sockets and lick a light lick a light bulb and and they'd be able to say right this is fine no one's going to die. Um, but they spent about an hour hour and a half walking around my house doing things, and then they've told they the report they gave me said um, yeah I've had a look at it and uh, they've condemned the wiring in in one of the loops which and the, the garage is leaking from the ceiling and they've they said no you can't have any electricity out there. And we need to redo, uh, re- rewire every light in the house. Um, and they've probably got to chase in all the other wiring as well. So we have to rip up every floor, uh, pull down every ceiling, rewire the whole lot. Um, and so you're going to, we're going to have to work out, you're going to have to move out. Um, you're going to have to move, pack all, they, they won't do it with anyone in the house, any furniture in the house. So we, what we, we, they're saying you need to do is pack up all of your stuff, uh, put it in storage. They'll spend a couple of weeks doing the, <laughs> couple of weeks doing the electrician stuff uh then they don't decorate they don't make good so we'll have to get um de- redecoration done uh and then then you can move back in so what are you fucking talking about you know what am i gonna do i can't I, it's not just me on my todd i've got four kids i've got a house full of stuff yeah. this is a four-bed house and I've been living here for nine years and every nook and cranny is filled with life stuff um and so yeah it was going to cost not i wouldn't he was going to have to pick up the tab but it would have cost however many thousand to to pack it to move it to store it um and then to move it all back and recover it and we had we had i got no idea where we're going to stay uh with me and the kids for because you can't i don't you know i live in kent it's not exactly a tourist hotspot there's no airbnbs that are within walking distance of my kids school so i've spent most of the week really stressed and worried about it Hiding it from the kids because I didn't want to tell them because they would have been so anxious. Um, but then today, as uh, I was putting some some uh, some stuff in the recycling, spoke to my neighbour. He's a sparky. Um, he's come round. He's had a look at the report and he said, oh, "That's just an advisory." Look, actually, looking at that, um, there's this, there's this C two thingy and all this. No, that's fine. And actually, they've said that that's a problem. Look at these regulations. Regulations say that's absolutely fine. That would be fine at twice. And he's gone through it. And yes, there's a few things that still need doing. But as far as he can see, actually, I'm not going to have to move out at all. And we can redo it. 
<laughs> Fuck me, I'm buying that man a crate of beer. <laughs> Definitely. It's been hellish, hellish. So, uh, yeah, a much better end to my week than the start, oh, I've got to say. What a relief. What a relief. Well, funny story. Had it, When I bought my flat in Brighton, I, I'd... I first time I'd ever done a done it up done up done a project like that, and the the plasterer, top job, excellent bloke, knew him from a friend, and so he says to me, "Oh, I know, I know a, a Sparky. He'll come come and do that." So this this random, you know, when you meet someone, you think, "Oh, this isn't good. This isn't good," but I just kind of trusted that the plasterer knew him, mm-hmm. and we were okay, and I, we met in a pub. And he's showing me through this brochure and he's got his like, he's got his, he's got his mate with him. His, his, what do they call him? His little helper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mate, his mate. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's a spark. He's mate. Yeah. And, and he, the sparky, the mate didn't clearly have any clue what was going on. And they showed me through this brochure, like fixtures and things. And I'm just completely virgin to all, all this basically. So I said, yes, gave him a load of money. Uh, he, he did actually do the job, but, but it was it was a saga, and then about two years later, it transpired that he'd done a complete bodge job and ah. used random bits of wire, and it was <laughs> just like you say, condemned. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, I found a, I, I actually legitimately found a dodgy bloke who said, "I will sign it off, but I won't put my name on." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, that's the weird thing as well. He was saying, look, look this thing, you, we can either go around and you can replace all of the lights in this, this loop or what someone can, what a, a proper person could do is they can get this sticker and they can write, basically write on it. Uh, only this class of replacement can be used. Stick that on the fuse box and that'll do the job. Happy days. Fucking hell. How can a sticker be the equivalent of a rewiring job? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't think, but they're sitting there. If you, if you, if you came to me and said, um, look, we, we, we're trying to work this out. We, we, we need a, a Ruby on Rails dev, um, some C plus plus because we want to do some, uh, some, uh, de- we need a, basically a sandbox DevOps environment, maybe so we can roll out into some Kubernetes. I know what all that means. Fucking electric bits and plugs and codes and regular. I ain't got a didgery. I do not know what they're talking about. So you just got to find someone you trust. And thankfully, because he lives next door, he's un- he's unlikely to screw me over on this one. He's a lovely bloke. Unless he wants to plus, buy the house. Plus, he plus, no, no, he's just moved in and they've put a planning application in for um, a double height extension. So, uh, yeah, I think he want, he'd also want to keep me sweet. So I don't, uh, I don't object to it. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, no, it's all coming together now. Oh, it's good. It's good. Well, people connecting during this tricky time. I, yeah. I, I, I fear everyone's kind of going to get, going to, start warring with each other but but that, that, oh, that's that's a relief that is what it's been recently hasn't it everyone i've, I've had mo- loads more abuse it seems to be ramping up online the, the abuse i've had for various different things like there was this um a uh, bunch of people in surrey i think it was who basically gathered in a park and did loads of like play it like i'm talking not just talking two or three families i'm talking about 50 or 60 families got together they're doing the hokey cokey and doing all this stuff together in this enclosed space for me that's fucking mental yeah it might be fun and all that but the whole point of the hokey cokey is to hold hands and get really close now what do you not want to do in this covid environment 
all down to get close. So I, when they tweeted it out at BBC, I, I said, look, how comes this is allowed? How comes no fines were issued? This is a clear case of if they want to do this, then all they're going to do is put, if one person had COVID there, then they're going to spread it around and the cases are going to rise and, and we could end up back in lockdown with this sort of, if everyone did this. And the abuse I got, the shit I've been getting all week for this. On and I think, yeah, on, on Twitter. Um, for that and, a few, and other things as well. People have just been so much more aggressive. Uh, and I think it's because we've been away from human contact for so long that people have forgotten that if you say something arsey and you're an absolute dick, you'll probably get a smack. And they've forgotten that because they're all doing it via their keyboards now. They've forgotten the impact that things have and that every person on behind a Twitter account is a real person. And that distance has created this, this anonymity where people think they can get away with saying what they want to who they want when they want. And there's no consequences to it. And I'm hoping that as we re we release ourselves from lockdown, people might just start getting back to a world where they realize that they shouldn't be such a dick. Yeah. Well, will they just end up fighting? <laughs> like That's fine. Lamping each other. This lady outside the school today, there's about six different parents, me and five other different parents. So we're kind of scattered and chatting whilst our kids play. Right. So, so we're, we're, we're talking in the sunshine and it was, it was lovely. Right. So then we're, we're on the pavement. So the, a, a woman is walking up the, towards us. She's approaching us. And, and so she, she basically shouts in this narky tone, get out the way, social distancing. <laughs> so I said, yeah. I said, I said, you could just say, excuse me, we're like, this is, this is fine. The sunshine and everyone's happy. And then she starts absolutely ranting at us about social distancing. And then she says, I've had both my jabs. I've had both my jabs. I don't <laughs> think anyone's had both their jabs. I don't know. Well, she, she was, she wasn't that young, but, uh, but, 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 you know, so I just says like, well, look, have a lovely day. And I hope that you are, you know, live long and prosper with your jabs. <laughs> So, 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 so on she carried, but this, this is my fear. Actually, I thought to myself, there's going to be this divide afterwards where people kind of are done with it and are happy and they got their vaccine and they're pretty chilled out about it. And this other group of the population who are going to carry on jumping out the way, being, being really cold and frosty. And I don't know. So I, I hope not. I hope it, is it going to be weird? I, I think it no, it'll take, I think, I think it's going to take a while to settle back in. I think there's, there's it, for the, for several months and, and so on, it's going to take some people a lot of time to get back into things, but I am never going to underestimate the, uh, the ability for people to forget the bad times. We, we forget lessons and, and, and the good and the bad with people in general, the more you, when we're talking about big groups, of people are stupid. We forget things and we just, we just devolve to the mean. And so we're all, I reckon within a year or two, we're going to be looking back and think, fuck, that was, that was, that was hard, weren't it? But most of us are going to forget it. We're going to forget the lessons, the good things about lockdown, the, the, the focus on mental health, the, the way we were all a bit, not all of us, but some people were a bit fitter um, and yeah. uh, a bit kinder and all the, all the good things that happened over the course of the last year will be forgotten as much as all the pain and all the bad things have been forgotten. People are just stupid. I hope so. My, my, we've talked about the, you know, the nineties and the good old days before, but I, I do, you know, just, there was so much f freedom then really until they flipping bought in the poll tax laws and shut down all the legal raves and stuff like that. We, really, <laughs> we, 
we really were just bobbing around having a nice time and you know that 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 1990 91 you know it bought it's well known that it brought to an end all the hooliganism in football and and, and stuff because instead of drinking beer and fighting they were doing pills and dancing and oh, yeah yeah that's what it is it, it was nothing to do with wider social economic issues it was nothing to do with global capitalism <laughs> overtaking it was nothing to do with so much in the way of geopolitics it was all to do with ecstasy <laughs> i think it was glenn <laughs> And that says more about your activities in the 90s than it does about anything else, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, that sounds interesting. Tell me, tell me more about like, <laughs> historical uh, evidence that I know nothing of. <laughs> well, very interesting. We'll come back to that. Or maybe you've got a couple of books on this subject. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, links link will be in the show notes. <laughs> Well, something else you told me you found out about today, today, Glenn. I noticed it was World Sleep Day. I, I, I'm a big fan of sleep. Oh, it links nicely into to my new watch as well, which I see you Your also. new watch. I uh, do uh, indeed. I got I got mine for my birthday, and because uh, you know I've I'm, I'm I'm dialed in on a Mac at the moment. I've got an iPad here, iPhone in my pocket because it's all part of an ecosystem. It works perfectly as a companion piece. It's brilliant. Now, I probably wouldn't have bought it if I didn't have the the whole Apple set because it doesn't work quite as well. And it'd be a bit weird to have this and, and have some sort of Android. How about you? Well, I've had a Fitbit for five years and I, and I loved it. I just trans it was part of my fitness not transformation. I've always been fit, but it kind of cranked it up to the next level tracking everything and, and sleep tracking my sleep. I love to see how long I've sleep set for and, and, and what, what, oh, what, how weirdly I checked mine this morning. Yeah. I checked mine this morning. Um, my average time in bed, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it out because I want to get the sums right because I, I don't want to actually be exaggerating on this. So my, um, you, you, you have your sleep targets and so on. My average time in bed, according to my Apple watch is five hours and 48 minutes. Yet my average time of sleep is seven hours and three minutes. I don't quite understand. Are you frozen? The excitement of what time Glenn goes to bed has killed killed the internet. He's he's frozen like a little Jiminy Cricket over there. Oh, look at him to be sure. He's going to tell us a joke in a minute. <laughs> so sleep apps, as Glenn is alluding to, I'm also very interested in and seeing how long I've actually slept for. So if I was on Fitbit, now I'm on Apple Watch because my Fitbit sort of died. It was sort of a convenient excuse to to get another watch as well. Glenn's still frozen. Maybe I've frozen. We'll have a little see. Um, bear with me a second whilst we just see if we can. Oh, Glenn's gone. Now I'm on my own. Now I really am feeling. So it was. <laughs> what I will tell you about sw- swapping watches, a bit like anything. Oh, he's back now. Look. Fucking bollocking shit. Stay wank of a con- Ah, oh, you're right, Johnny. <laughs> how's the Tourette's? It's the, how's the Tourette's this week? <laughs> nice. How annoying. That's okay. So we, I was, I was trying to feel, but I was, I was also trying to work out whether it was me or you. So it's quite disconcerting. No doubt, I'm normally very, no doubt it was me. Okay, good. I'm normally very good at feeling, but that was an awful job. Thanks for hanging in there with us, gang. Yeah. So got my Apple watch. Glenn's been sleeping for seven hours, but only been in bed five, which is <laughs> skills. 
mad skills. Yeah. It's, e- it's efficient. I'm an efficient sleeper. Have a, have a look at your settings, son. Have a look at your settings. So I got my Apple Watch out, got it on eBay. Too expensive to buy it. So I got it on eBay. Got, got, I, I don't, I, to be honest, I got a deal. I'm, I'm, why someone would be selling this for that price in this condition? Um, I suspect it was stolen or something. <laughs> <laughs> the whole box and everything okay so it had nothing to do with me where it came from i bought it in in, in proper good faith uh, uh but yeah so but i i turned it on and it downloaded all the apps off my phone so just uh-huh. uh, blip, 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 blip. the battery went flat in about two hours so i yeah. had to go in and start clearing it clearing it all off but in terms of the tracking i i just it has it's transformed my my diet my 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 sport my running and all, all, all that side of things but the fitbit the fitbit's beautiful because it just goes steps heart rate calories sleep right so it, and it's all just kind of the, because there's because there's a, a lot less to see on the fitbit it's just it's just all just kind of there so now i've been trying to learn where all this stuff can be found um steps calories yeah heart I- rate it's all there, man. You just got you just got to zoom a bit. You just got to work out which is which. It's I just, know. It's but fine. You got this. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, thank you. But I'm a <laughs> watch virgin, and I, and I and I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, um, but yeah. So today was World Sleep Day, though, Glenn. World Sleep Day. It was. It was. And uh, not only was it World Sleep Day, my workplace. We, uh, I, I work for an amazing company. I bloody love my company. And today they brought in an actual sleep expert to do an hour long session over lunch, teaching us about sleep, about breathing, about, you know, routines you should be getting yourself into and how you can, how you can do better sleep. And I said, look, these are all just options. These are things you can do. If you choose not to do them, that's your choice. That's a life choice, but we're going to give you the information so that you can actually make that choice yourself. And they did things like some things they were saying, I'm never going to do. But they said, like, if you sleep with your mouth open, then firstly, you're going to snore more. Secondly, you dehydrate better and all this. So get this tape, get some tape, (laughs) tape your mouth up under the chin. And it means you age less as well, apparently. So some of this was a little bit, a little bit out there. But then other things. The the normal stuff of don't have your phone on when you're going to bed. Do you snore? Me, I, I'm sure, I, especially after drinks, I, I definitely do. See, I know I, I do. I don't snore. It's, it's, I wish I didn't. I would have surgery if it meant I didn't snore. But it's just, what can you do? I can't do anything about it. The odd occasion I've snored, I've woken myself up and I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 because my dad snores like a bear. He snores so bad. When we go to hotels, he, he purposely books a, a, a room down the corridor away from uh. us out of like decency of course no comment no it can't be so uh uh good for the other people in the hotel yeah. but it's certainly away from us it is that loud yeah yeah I, I i did have a girlfriend who uh who used to wake me up uh she'd wake me up and say you need to you, you've been snoring you need to wait until i've gone to sleep before you go to sleep I'm like, you know what can i do and then you're laying there thinking, you know is she asleep yet is she asleep yet and then i'd get poked in the ribs when i fell asleep again and she'd, no i haven't gone to sleep yet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you see, you, you went through that over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that did, did not last. That's, I've added it to my list of dream women, very deep sleeper. Um, but one of the things I didn't realize, she was, you know, the, the caffeine thing. I can understand not having a, a four double espressos at, at nine o'clock at night. I can get that. But um, she was saying you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't not drink, you shouldn't have caffeine after 2 p.m. 
Yes. And that, that, so that includes not just coffee and tea, Cocoa. ice cream. Ice, oh, ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream's got caffeine. Who, who knew? How the fuck does, does caffeine get in ice cream? And if that's true, then are you only, are you meant to have ice cream only with breakfast and lunch? Is that a lunch thing? Cause ice cream for me is an evening and kind of after dinner thing or, you know, when you're out and about on a hot day. The amount of caffeine in a, in a flipping, what they call those. A 99. Yeah. Or anything like, uh, no, the ones that my kids. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. The tubs. Yeah. The tubs. The caffeine. Yeah. I guess if it's got chocolate in, it's got caffeine in. Yeah. Okay. So, what, about, um, uh, uh, what about messy bedrooms? Boudoir versus. Oh, yeah. That's a big, big no, no. It's a huge, huge issue. You have to have a tidy room. It's a mental health thing, which then allows your brain to sort itself when it's in REM sleep. Um, then you actually, it, if you've got a messy room, your brain doesn't switch off in the same way. It's just going um, in you. Fucking mess. Twat. It's like, <laughs> it's like, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. But it's weird. I, I, I do, I do understand what they mean. Cause like if I've, if I've got my room and it is a bit messy, I've got, you know, kids birthday presents stored off in one corner and like the washing to be done. And then the clothes I've taken off thrown on the floor and whatever. It, it's not a pleasant, it's not a nice environment, is it? Right. Whereas if, if everything is your bed's made you know, with fresh bed sheets, which bloody hell, that's always a nice thing. Um, and everything's put away your breath. It just, it feels a bit more serene, you know, a little bit, a little bit smoother. And that just helps you drift off. Boudoir, it's a uh, feng shui. It's, it's icky guy. It's, it's the kind of making, making your environment oh, for you. Been, the, the phrase icky guy has been mentioned in my bedroom more than once. <laughs> she had a lisp <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's flipping amazing i saw it trending on 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 twitter today world sleep day sleep is fascinating so as well as our watches and sleep tracking um check out uh carcadian rhythms if you're listening if you're into sleep i think i've mentioned this before uh one of one of my uh, uh significant relationships she she had insomnia um, so I decided to fix her, uh, which didn't go down well. But in the process of me deciding I was going to fix her, I learned a load of stuff about insomnia. Carcadian rhythms, fascinating. You, you, you go through cycles. So you want, you want to go to bed um, at the right time. Because if you go to bed on an up part of the cycle, that's ridiculous. You're just going to, you're just going to struggle to get to sleep. Um, and the same with when you wake up. You want to wake up on an up part of the cycle because – then you, you know, you literally, you won't be groggy. And if you're upside, mm. it starts at six o'clock and your down cycle is kind of 6.45. If you get up at six o'clock, you'll be better refreshed than you will be at 6.45. Oh, it's mad, isn't it? But it, they also, they were saying the world is built for, they call them larks and owls. So a lark is someone who will go to bed at 10 p.m., wake up at 6 a.m. Generally, you know, they're with issues, but, you know, they'll go to bed earlier, wake up earlier. And an owl... Go on, everyone. The Okay, just unplug it. Yeah. Go on, sorry, Glenn. Yeah. Because actually you've got larks who are early to bed, early to rise, um, which the universe, the, the country seems to think are more virtuous for some bloody reason. And then you've got owls who go to bed later. They might go to bed at 1, 1 a.m. and then be up by 9 a.m. Trouble is the world is built for larks and everyone thinks larks are the right thing to do when it's just a different mindset. I know I'm an owl. Without, without any hesitation, I will comfortably go to bed about 1am and then wake up about half past eight. That gets me seven and a half hours to sleep. All is good. All is right with the world. Yet the world is built in a way that means I actually have to try and force myself to go to bed earlier 
or accept I've got less sleep because I've got to get up in early in order to get into an office for 9am. It's, it's wow. crap. Well, your Carcadian rhythm, your one o'clockage will be actually <clears throat> around 10. So if you want to catch that way, of course, you're going to miss out on those two and a half, three hours of, in the evening. Oh, enjoy. But I bet only, you- no, no, that's thing. only if you're a lark. If you're yeah. a lark, your, your circadian rhythm starts at 10 a.m. Well, your, your, your sleep time's at 10 a.m. and then you're up earlier. But me, because I'm an owl, actually that's just shifted by several hours. And it's, it's a genetically false thing. You can, you can try and change it a little bit. But me, there's no amount of uh, kind of training and so on. I will always naturally revert to going to bed later and waking up later. And that's just a, a natural rhythm that, that I've, I'm in. Mediterranean blood in you. You do look a bit Roman, a bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, my family's Hungarian, so maybe they migrated from somewhere. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Oh, this is magic. We'll get our DNA sorted. We'll get a sponsored by uh, by uh, ancestry dot com. Ancestry dot com. Yeah. Get, get your affiliate link at the end of the show. Um, well, on the subject of bedtimes, uh, it's, it's comic relief tonight. Telethons. Just I mean, like, have you ever watched a telethon all the way through? I have that. Well, I'm actually wearing red today. I'm wearing my, uh, my, this is my, uh, the office, the U- US office, Scranton, uh, Dunder Mifflin t shirt because it's red. So I've had to wear some red today for comic relief. Okay. Um, but I'll be honest. I know nostalgia is not like, not as good as it used to be, but neither are telephones. Telephones used to be, here's a big chunk of content. So for comic relief, it was, here's loads and loads of funny stuff. And then every now and then Lenny Henry will pop up. This is just my memory of it. I don't know if it was really like this, but then Lenny Henry will pop up and he'll say, by the way, give us, uh, here's the, here's the phone numbers. Let's do something funny and, and let's make some money and, and help these people out. And then every now and then they, they do the, the, the cutaway to sad children. And this is why we're raising money. Whereas now it seems to be here's sad children. Here's sad children. Here's sad children. Here's sad children. Here's presenters. Here's a joke. And here's a little bit. Here's a little bit of funny. Now, here's more sad children. Here's more bad things. Here's why you need to donate. Here's something we're going to have funny that's later on in the show. Here's more sad. It's just fucking boring. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to I'm going to wait until the uh, the YouTube highlights come out. Yeah, maybe there aren't as many funny people around. Maybe there's, you know, the the rich vein of British comedians. Maybe it's a little bit thin on the ground. <sighs> no, the, it's never been deeper. Never been deeper. Stand up comedy in this country is booming and because at the moment as well i mean you need an in order to have edgy comedy you need center lines so you've got your michael mcintyre your your kevin bridges and um you know and your your uh sarah milligans and um all the kind of standard things that almost everyone they look at and think oh yeah he's funny and then you've got your your new wave your edgy comedy of so many different types and sizes Uh, it's british comedy is at its peak yet they're still rolling out Lenny Henry. Right. Yeah. Lenny's, uh, Lenny's, Lenny's the anchor tonight, I think. And I, and I, I know anchor. <laughs> he's been around for, he's part of it. He's part of his institution, but you know, there's so many more funnier people out there these days. The, 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 the whole thing should be about comedy. I should be wanting to watch it. Yeah. And by doing that, being, at the moment, I don't want to watch it because I know that almost all of it is going to be um, trying to tug on heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. And I think back in the day, you know, the idea of we're going to stay up all night and there's going to be people ringing on phones and, oh, and yeah. the technology is going to mean that we can work out how much money's coming in and it's going to be exciting. And, you know, it's, 
technology's caught up to technology's so far ahead of us just like yeah how much bitcoin is that mate what is that, is that yeah 10 million you've raised how much is that in bitcoin yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I feel i feel like they should find a way of doing this on tiktok i don't know how i don't know what but if well, they can't what? do this via tiktok then they're they're, they're they're missing the wave yeah yeah or just do it on one nft just, just uh, <laughs> be good NFT. And just go. Right, Comic Lee's going to be on for ten minutes uh, this year. Uh, it's just got this. We've, we've put we put all the content in this one NFT, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's and it's a billion. It's a billion pounds. Yeah. What are NFTs anyway? I mean, I can tell you, but but, but <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. it's a bit like the ecstasy in the ninety story. Don't really. <laughs> man it's a thing and it's brilliant and it's loads of money yeah it's gonna be good well look, rather more seriously we are just on this uh, subject of news and things we've we've scheduled on monday night this is kind of a message for listeners and watchers we have scheduled on monday night glenn and i off the back of the sad sarah everard story and the the the, the wave of sentiment and, and news and comment around men and women and sort of attitudes and sexual abuse and just like a whole this is just just a a mess quite frankly so so much commentary going on and i'm thankful to know some pretty awesome women uh who are both intelligent successful opinionated um and you know i I think you put a post out this week glenn about you know if if anyone's not a feminist and they're a twat or something basically they are yeah. I stand by that. And, you know, I did get, again, I got some abuse from that from a few people saying, you know, virtue signaling and, and feminists are, are crap and they're offended by everything. Mate, you don't understand feminism. If, if, if you want, if you think that women want more than men, if you think that feminists want women to be above men and for men to back down and stuff, you don't know what feminism is because feminism is just about equality. And that's both the good things and the bad things. For me, feminism is every bit as much of, of eliminating the pink jobs and the blue jobs in the house as it is about equal pay and equal rights. It's just about equality. And if you can't wrap your head around that, you're, you're a dickhead. Well, no, and it's, and it's, it's great that, that, that we, even we're having this conversation on on the wrap up and on the Team Super Dad podcast because you know as a as a dad who had to you know go through child court and a lot of stuff and muck being flung and um, I could be quite easily triggered about some about some subjects and then I then I have to catch myself and because because that's that's not my in, intent at, mm. at all um, but I I think inside of some people they're so caught up in their story that they're unable to appreciate the millions, let alone billions of other stories that, that there mm. are out there. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Yourself and I are going to be on there. Uh, Liz Evenden and Joe Baldwin Trot are going to be joining us. Um, two cool women, two attractive women as well, actually. Um, very intelligent, um, funny. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be a boring conversation. I, um, uh, it's 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 i think i'm really looking forward to it being a fresh conversation you know where i've got questions to ask you know and i and i and i and i want to hear about is it is it scary being a woman like you know that's pretty much where i want to start you know like get that out in the open like and it's about being being honest because there's going to be questions that the guy's 
I'll be honest. I, I've, I've got a pretty good imagination and I've, uh, you know, I, I've supported um, various different forums for various different demographics that I'm not part of. Uh, so I, you know, in various councils, I, I, I've been uh, facilitating LGBT forums, um, uh, ethnic diversity or BME, BAME uh, forums and so on. Um, but I'm never going to fully appreciate everything that those demographics and groups go for because I'm a, I'm a straight, middle class, middle aged, white, able bodied man. Yeah. So I just no matter how much I can imagine, it's I'm never going to experience that. And so to, to speak to women and just get them to share some of the things, because I think a lot of guys, we just, we don't, they're, they're unknown unknowns. Like you and I, if we were walking down the street at night, if it's a random thing, we'd look around and at most we'd be looking, thinking who's going to attack me, try and mug me at worst, try and stab me. Yeah. I bet you've never had the thought in my head fuck there's a guy over there who's going to try and rape me yeah yeah, yeah. that's it, another level yeah it, it just the things that never run through our head so it's going to be really interesting and and frankly sometimes i'm sure it's going to be a, a little uncomfortable as men to to be hearing this and to be uh, it's going to be really challenging for me to sit there and and remind myself it doesn't matter that it's not me it doesn't matter it's not about me this is about men in general and I am a man and it's not, she's not saying oh, I'm going to do these things or I'm thinking these things, but she is saying that men like me will do these things. And she doesn't know, not she, um, as it, not individuals, but women don't know what's what in terms yeah. of who's right and who's wrong and who's going to, who's going to whatever. So it's going to be really challenging for me to just accept, just shut up and listen, man. Ask some questions. That is the bottom line. And we did it last year. If you want to go back and listen to a couple of podcasts we did with uh, uh, Errol and Tony, two black friends of mine, um, pastors in churches. And we just had a straight conversation about something. I've known these guys 15 years, 20 years, and there's things you just never ask. And it's like, okay, well, Let's just let's do this. Let's let's ask the things that haven't been asked. So we're going to do that on Monday night. So yeah, if you go over to um, just any, any of the Team Superdad socials, there's 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 mentions of it. If you go to the teamsuperdad.com forward slash network, you'll get you can sign up there for the network, and we'll send in updates of when the event is. But basically, it's on Monday, which is Monday the twenty second, and it's at. Six o'clock, seven o'clock. I don't know. <laughs> I'll pass six is when you took your leg. So it'll be around then some point after that. It would just after half past six. There you go. Get involved. Spread the love. Share the word. Um, so um, moving along, let's crank it back up to our show notes. By the way, um, sponsors, I hope you notice as I was pouring my whiskey, the, the label was forward. So I'm very much open to sponsor opportunities. And you can see that placement is natural exactly and then i could say glenn that looks like a nice fine whis uh single malt whiskey there is oh it? this is this is a wonderful single malt okay. i don't know if I, if I showed it earlier but this is a cardu gold reserve um very 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 nice and and perfect way to end a, a stressful week i got given a bunch of whiskey i've never been a whiskey drinker right I, I'm, I'm never really much of a drinker right my, my my one of my first times i ever got drunk was when my Dad and stepmom went to a school play, and my best mum 
Now, one of my best mates, Matt, came over and I just bought a, a, an album, which was uh, uh, like a, some kind of import of, of Chicago House. <laughs> okay. A 90, it literally was 1990. And Matt came round and we were babysitting. This is a riff around to get social services on me. Uh, we were babysitting. I was like 14, 15. And we decided to have a, like, a couple of little shots of, of stuff. And then it got a bit carried away. So we were doing like like half tumbler full of, of spirits. And so I think we did, we had, we had, we had a little sniffle, then one of the bigger drinks, then which I'd made. Then Matt goes and makes another one. And I said quite sensibly, I'm not having another one. So Matt necked them both. So shortly after that, he was absolutely paralytic. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, then he said, I'm going to, I'm going to cycle home. Right? So I said, no, you're not, no, you're not going to cycle home. I called his mum and I, I said, I said, uh, Lynn, um, something's happened. Uh, Matt went to the toilet and, uh, and he's come back drunk. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm about 40. Now Matt's mum and dad, Lynn and Pete, pretty straight laced, pretty straight laced, fine, upstanding uh, members of, of, of the, of the community. Um, you know, if you'd have said that to my dad, <laughs> he'd have called yeah. you a dickhead and sent you to bed with a coffee. Uh, but as it was, so I've got, so I've got, I know like I've got about 10 minutes, I've got to try and sober Matt up. So I, I try and maneuver him <laughs> up the stairs in like a fireman <laughs> type situation. And, I, I get him up to the top court. Sod's law, our bathroom's on the third floor. It's like an old, old Victorian house, right? So I get him and on the wall, my stepmom has a set of Irish plates handed down through three generations of her family. He wipes them out completely. The whole lot, like China, Irish China, boom, 200 years in a pile. Clearly should have put them in a, in a display cabinet, okay, but that's another subject. So I've run a cold bath. Right? This is the best bit. So, you know, when you've got those pictures in your mind of something that's happened, the picture of my mate Matt's face as I tossed him into a bath of cold water, because at 14, your mind's like cold shower, cold shower. So I go, and I like throw him in like a, like a washed up walrus, <laughs> cold, cold shower. And he goes, <gasps> Because when he's shouting, fuck, fuck, Now he's now he's awake, right? So now he's awake. So so I get, get him back out of the bath, get him back out of the bath, rough him down with the towel, put his clothes back on. As we go back down the stairs, I managed to get him down the first flight, but he 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 swings like wildly as we go down the second one, stumbles down the stairs grabs hold of a lamp that's hanging out the wall to uh, stop his fall, rips that out of the wall. And now he's laying at the bottom of the stairs with the lamp in his hand and, and, uh, and, and laughing. So his mum in her infinite wisdom decides that he needs to go to hospital. So she takes, <laughs> he takes to hospital, seeing that I'm home alone, she calls the police <laughs> So then my dad comes home about 20 minutes later or whatever, perhaps full of police. I'm standing <laughs> in the kitchen, throwing up in the sink and, uh, <laughs> and a policewoman's holding my little baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you didn't do much babysitting after that. Oh, very poor. What's that thing? <laughs> An actor goes, end scene. Right? <laughs> Brutal. That's amazing. Yeah, really bad. Matt got grounded for like ever. Um, 
and thankfully i didn't too much my dad wasn't really into grounding as a as a punishment but uh um but no no surprisingly uh, i was put off booze for quite a while after that mm. see my, my I, I i know my kids um i i let so I, I don't know what your thing is about about kids drinking but i, I won't say i let my kids drink because that sounds too much but if of an evening they say that can i have a cider have a cider you know what, like a little can of copperberg or something yeah. or they'll say can i have a glass of wine if, when we're having dinner i'll say yeah pour you a glass of wine and so on i won't let them have spirits until they're a bit older but i will let i'll let them if i'm if i'm pouring myself whiskey i'll let them smell it and the, the smell enough is alone uh, alone is enough to kind of put them off but i'm i'm all i have to do this because i've got and i don't know if you can you can see i don't know if i've shown this i've shown um, this like, so that that's my my whiskey cabinet so i've got about 15 to 20 different whiskeys in there and that's just the whiskey shelf and i've got the same for gin and, and vodka and rum and baileys and wine and, and I, i've got everything over there so i need to trust them because when i leave the house if i can't trust them how much of that are they going to get through so i've got to basically put the fear of fucking god into them that this is not going to happen you are not doing this um, otherwise you're in deep trouble. Otherwise, basically, I don't want my Irish china smashed. Oh man, can you imagine? There's no coming back from that. No, very, very, no. very. It just had to go down as of one of those things. But, um, but no, the poor woman. Yeah, definitely. Imagine what those plates have been through, only to be totaled by two yeah. modern age twats. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is an epic story i love it uh matt matt's one of those mates right i don't know if you've got a mate like this if you uh, i have a drinking limit i have a there's a point in the night where it's like oh, i'm gonna have to have a bit i can't drink any more beer i'm gonna have a yeah. black jack Daniel. I, I, in fact no i've had enough to drink i can't no, in fact i just need like give us a lemonade or, or a bottle of water or something because i need to sober up now matt is one of those mates that when you get in the taxi at some random point of the night eventually going home he'll pull out a can of lager and you go what on earth is that where on earth did you find a can of lager? <laughs> have it in your pocket it's like i've no idea <laughs> he genuinely doesn't but suffice to say he's having when you couldn't think another drop could be drunk he's having another can of lager so I, if it's if it's not lager and beer that's me i I'm, i can drink like non-beer beer just takes up too much fucking space um but i've got a mate called dan uh who who uh he used to he, we used to go out and you're saying about drinking loads he would he would just go hard from like second one and he wasn't he's not a big guy he's only five 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 six or something like that small guy and so he'd just get absolutely hammered and the next thing you'd know you'd you'd someone would basically come out in the pub and just say is dan being a toilet yeah thought so yeah someone someone's uh someone's ripped the hand dryer off the wall <laughs> and that would just be dan and it, you just knew yeah yeah that was that was probably dan wasn't it <laughs> there was no reason to it <laughs> you know it's bad but there's also you know there's nothing you can do about it and the Matt. challenge was he was also the guy who used to, uh, I don't, I probably mentioned it on the show before, um, who, who could never, he could never shit with his clothes on. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, he would, if we were out on an all day one, you knew that if he was having a dump in the toilet, he was naked at that moment. And, uh, you just you had to pray that he was uh, sober enough that he would put his clothes back on before coming out of the toilet. That's gold. That is, that's, there's a, there's a few people around who who have that uh it's i guess it's a, some kind of 
either a really chilled outlook on life or an affliction. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's better these days, much better these days. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Good to, good to have you on board, Dan. If you want to meet someone <laughs> else who also gets undressed to have a crap in public, um, I do know someone. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you. You two can c- compare notes. Uh, yeah, Gina, I, I, maybe I should try it. Hang on a minute. We're knocking it. Have you ever stripped off and had a dump in a, in a, in a pub toilet? In a pub toilet? No, no, because that's <laughs> fucking weird. It is weird. Maybe we there's, should there's no two ways about it. That's, that's mental. I'll probably go in the disabled one, though. There's more space. Oh, look, my daughter has made the... This was the Nutella and what cake? Oreo pie. Oh, good. Wow. Well, it's got chocolate. I can't eat that until Easter. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna send it down the down the wave wire the wires to Glenn in, in <laughs> Um Well Glenn, we're hitting hitting fifty two minutes already. Uh uh before we before we move too too further on, uh quick what to watch. I saw Ted Lasso this week. Have you ever seen Any that? Good? Yeah, I oh, know I've got Apple Plus and I said to people online, what the point what's the point of Apple Apple TV or whatever it is? And that was about the only show they said, you know what, that's probably a good one to try. Any good? Ted, very funny. It is very funny. Well, uh, I'll give it a watch. I've I've just I've just started a series myself. I've just started um on Prime, uh the Vikings. It's fighting, shagging and and, and eating meat. Yeah, it's 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 all right. It's it's not quite Game of Thrones, uh, but I'm I'm sort of two thirds away through series one. Uh and it, it it's 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 good. I won't say it's great, it's good. And that at the moment is enough. You know, I, at the moment I, I, I rate my TV shows as the same as I do my women. Good is good enough. I don't yeah. need great. Everything's eight or six. But yeah, but I, I'll, I'll definitely happily watch a bit of Ted Lasso at some point. Yeah, just, so, just so that I can make the most of using this Apple TV because there's so many bloody streaming channels and I'm, I, I've got them all except for BT. And I just don't use them enough, so I've got to find some things to watch on them. Well, I'm, I, well, I can't say I'm your man. I, I'm your man for uh, comedy-based, uh, irreverent, um, occasional series and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we did, we actually sneaked in a hot in the '90s, which we weren't going to, which I didn't have, have, have planned. Um, one thing we're going to start doing, which I don't think I've told you about, I, I made a, because uh, I like to have a little regular. It, 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 when we're stuck for something, it gives us something to come back to. And also, people like things that are regular. It, mm-hmm. It's like watching a reruns of favorite shows. It gives you an angle. comforting. Yeah. And that's exactly it. So, uh, <clears throat> first times, uh, first times and best times, I figured we could, we could, uh, okay. First times and best times. And I thought of that because I drove past the holiday in Ashford on the way to seeing um, the new, uh, the new uh, interesting uh, and hopefully very positive uh, friend. Uh, and I drove past the holiday in Ashford, which is where I lost my virginity. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. That's classy, that is. It's better in the back of a car. But it's, it? a fa- it's a holiday bloody in. Come on. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was all right. I thought. Well, back then, yeah, you would have, because that's, that's, you're going to pop your cherry, then, then, then let's do it nicely. Let's, let's not feel uncomfortable about someone coming in. Let's, 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 let's be, let's be classy. You know, if, if Alan Partridge was going to pop his cherry, it would have been at a holiday inn. 
Pop <laughs> <laughs> your cherry then. Come on. If you're gonna at home. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came and stayed over. Oh, that's easy. I don't. It was a mad time in my life. I didn't really have a. I didn't really have a a, a, a home. I, well, I did, but it just my, my dad was was struggling financially. We were living in a pub that we were renovating, and basically it was derelict. Um, nights I wasn't staying there. I was staying at friends' houses. So the, the holiday in was, was was a pretty good shout. Hey, it's there are worse places. Let's be honest. You know what? We had an argument about breakfast. She said, I'm not going to breakfast. It's embarrassing. And I was just like, embarrassing, you cheeky bitch. Buffet <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. Um, and we just had sex. So what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, I, I admit, I, I won't go into detail because I know this is a, he's not the time and place. So I've, I've got a natural aversion to that sort of change, chain hotel for popping cherries just because, and I'm not, I, this is in no way libelous. Is it no, not libelous, libelous, scandal, uh, sl- uh, slander. Yeah, it's no yeah. way slander because you can't be, it can't be slander if it's true. Uh, my, you'll know that I'm, I'm uh, divorced uh, because yeah. my, my ex-wife had an affair with a, a teenage boy. Uh, and she popped his cherry in a premier inn in Maidstone. So I've got, <laughs> I've got a slight aversion to a chain hotel and, uh, and cherry popping. I'm, I'm, I'm open about that. Okay. <laughs> that's your counseling. That's your like, it's a trigger. It's a, it's a trigger. That's it. It's a trigger. <laughs> it's a trigger. Did you say virginity? Premier in. <laughs> it's over here. <laughs> Glenn, back down, back down. Oh man! And how do you know it was his virginity? Or was that just part of the story? She, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she was quite open about that. <laughs> like a, like a Lucy in in Brockmire. <laughs> it's, it was a, yeah, very. It was a, it was a, a period of my life I don't wish to repeat. <laughs> oh man, a mate of mine, his his girlfriend came out after three years of them being in a relationship, and it took him about six years to get over it. <laughs> his whole masculine identity was just destroyed by the body. I'd have been fine with that. That would have been great. You know, if she'd have if if my ex had left me for a woman, because I can't be a woman, so that's okay. She if she'd have left me for a rich man, that's fine, because I'm not gonna be a rich if she'd have left me for a good looking man, fine. I'm not gonna be but uh, no, anyway, there's a whole world of ep- there's a whole episode there just in and of itself. Okay. Uh, well, I guess if you if you're gonna get dumped, what she, what she could have done, the, the lesbian uh, friend, she could have done like she could have brought her mate over. They could have had a threesome, and in the morning they could have been like a sting in the tail, which was, um, I hope you had fun, but just so you know, uh, me and Sally are off. <laughs> you, you, you do realise that lesbians aren't always bisexual as well, yeah? So <laughs> Sally. Sally might have not liked the cock. I don't suppose either of them would have, but um, I just I mean, it would have been, it would have been in an ideal world. It would have been a wonderful parting gift. That's what I'm saying. A parting gift. It could have softened the blow for Dave. It could have really helped him out. Because that's the thing. Everyone goes on and and this is one of my annoyances. Everyone who's ever kind of had a threesome goes, Oh, it's not as much fun as you think. and, And it's, it's not as good. Fuck you. I want to find that out for myself. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I don't. I, I'm I'm happy disappointing two women because at one, <laughs> I, I'll know it. I'll be able to prove it and test the theory because they can't be that bad. Because no. otherwise, otherwise, you know, porn would have a whole. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be quite the same. <laughs> Your worst nightmare is they're having more fun without you. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I, here. That's I'm fine. Here. You go crazy, ladies. <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll, I'll just just sit on the sofa and I, I'm I'm good with this. You just just go to town. I'll I'll, I'll check Twitter. It's fine. That's a fair point, actually. That is a fair. Point. As long as everyone's having fun, that's all it needs to be. Oh, we, it's, just that brings us back to the top of the show, Glenn. Perfectly talking. We came in with fun and we've gone out with fun. That is a beautiful, beautiful end to this week's. Isn't that one of your five Fs? It is. It's the best one. It's the end one. Whatever happens, end with fun. Um, fun. Well, I'm off to watch Comet Relief. (laughs) 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 Any luck, I'll catch uh, Lenny Henry telling a joke to James Corden uh, as (laughs) as um, as flipping Barry Moore makes a comeback on stage. (laughs) Hey, I tell you what, it's been that long in lockdown. If he invited me to a pool party, I would be there. (laughs) I'd be there in speedos. Oh, Barrymore pool party! <laughs> I have been, I have been dying to get an invite. <laughs> Trouble is, he's been he's been drowning in people trying to trying to get into his parties. <laughs> I just, he's, he's just gone off the radar since 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 his last big party. Anyway, can't can't imagine why. No, no, not at all. Glenn, good to see you. If people want to good. come and take the piss out of you and have a go at you, where can they come and come and find your latest uh, annoying tweet? Ah, <laughs> oh, go to a dating dad on Twitter and just yeah, yeah, bring it, bring it, bitches. I've got a thick skin. See what we can do. Just, just be funny or intelligent when you're insulting me, and I'll I'll appreciate and respect it. Yeah, exactly. Like like a good schools debating society. That was the, the best last Thursday of the month was the best Thursday lunchtime at school with a debating society at school. Yeah. You, want, you want you want good good wit and humour as you absolutely rant and rave at each other. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, yeah, Team Superdad, everyone, come on over to TeamSuperdad.com. You can find out all we are doing there for dads, dads who are creating the life they want, not the life they feel stuck in. And uh, and we'll see you next week. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and generally have a great weekend. Take it easy. This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.